Jesus said, have you understood all of this? And the crowds replied, yes, amen. The kingdom of heaven. Kingdom of heaven is like Georgetown, Texas. For the last several weeks, we have been reading and pondering many parables of Jesus Christ. Parables were perhaps Jesus' favorite way of teaching to instruct the crowds that so often gathered around him seeking understanding. And we, the gathered crowds in the Cathedral of All Souls, some 2,000 years later, still come to Jesus to be taught, come to the Word to find rest for our souls, and to seek understanding. Have you ever been in a classroom as a student, and the teacher is so engaged in their subject that they speak for a solid 30 minutes with barely a breath, And then at the end of the monologue, they look out at their classroom, at the students who they probably at least partly forgot were even there, and they say, do you have any questions? Have you ever been that person who is so lost that you can't even find words to articulate a decent question about the subject at hand? Or was that just me in astronomy class in 1998? I imagine that the crowds must have had a similar experience with Jesus today in our gospel story. Jesus has been teaching for quite some time. He has thrown out so many parables, and the crowds gathered are growing larger and the subjects more grand. The subject for today, the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, yeast, fish in a net, a pearl, easy to understand objects, but all pointing to complex, eternal realities. And yet they say, yes, we understand all that you have said. I doubt it. I just really doubt it. I want to give this crowd credit. I would like to believe that, in fact, yes, this entire crowd understood everything Jesus was saying, but I don't think so. It's just so human to say that we understand something when really we don't, or at least not fully We say we understand at times when a deeper understanding seems to elude us, or perhaps like me in astronomy class in 1998, I lack the strength to seek true understanding. Now, in our Hebrew scripture today, we have Solomon. Solomon has become a great ruler. He's probably very anxious about the task before him, so he lies down to try to rest, and he has a dream about speaking to God. In the dream, God says, what do you think you need from me? Ask of me anything. Solomon could have asked for power 
or might. Solomon could have asked for money and safety, but Solomon asks for understanding. He asks God for an understanding mind. In the dream, God is so pleased with this request for true understanding that Solomon is set apart and established as king. Solomon's understanding comes at night, in a dream by word of God, and the crowds go to Jesus for understanding. What about you? Where do you go for understanding? While on my sabbatical, I went uh, on a four-day silent retreat. It's okay, Thomas, you can go ahead and laugh. Seriously, I was totally silent for four days and four nights. Actually, I skipped out one time to call my daughter. But for the other 5,645 minutes, I was silent. That alone might be a miracle. I was with a group of 22 other people. We sat together for six hours a day in prayer and meditation. Side note, that is not easy to do. We sat for hours a day and prayed because for our own reasons, but each deeply, we wanted to understand reality more fully. Our teachers were both coming from the Buddhist tradition, but with a deep Christian background and childhood. They shared with us many teachings, but the foundational teaching that I heard was really simply this. We must be able to see what is, to truly understand what is around us. By sitting in prayer and meditation, we are not called to beseech God for material things, but rather to seek a deeper understanding of reality. To see what is for what it is, without harsh judgment or disgust or denial. You know, a mustard plant was just a common weed. This plant would have grown wildly without any help from a farmer. So really, no one would have ever sown a mustard seed. And if they did sow a mustard seed in their field, that would be all they had, because it's like mint. It just takes over. Jesus says that is what the kingdom of heaven is like. And Jesus continues in his teaching, offering the students many different paradoxical images. Jesus is holding up basic objects to understand as they are, yes. But Jesus goes further and asks us to extend our understanding of what is and to imagine what could be. Gandhi says, when attempting to free a nation, he says, we must first have a proper vision of what we want before we can have anything approaching it. 
So the kingdom of heaven in our gospel today isn't about the object of the seed or the fish or the yeast or even the object of the plant the seed becomes or a valuable pearl or the net full of fish. The kingdom of heaven is like our ability and willingness to imagine To imagine something that is becoming something far better and for the common good. This teaching from Jesus is pointing to our ability to imagine a weed becoming shelter for living creatures. Our net becoming full of fish. Bread becoming leavened so that it is edible. The parable is about a process of transformation and our ability to engage in that by imagining it. And so now, 2,000 years later, we are bringing our weary souls to Jesus still seeking understanding. So back to Georgetown, Texas, 2015. The kingdom of heaven is like Georgetown, Texas. A small city, middle of Texas, no big deal. Except, if you read the news recently, the city of Georgetown, Texas, is among only a few cities who now run on 100% renewable energy. This fact is curiously amazing to me. What did it take for a whole city a whole city to leave the big energy companies and go with 100% alternative sources. I hear Jesus telling us today that it took prophetic imagination. Georgetown, Texas first had to understand what was. There is an energy crisis. Then they couldn't get stuck in analysis paralysis and just sit there and wonder how this energy crisis came to be. They had to be willing and able to imagine what could be, that they had another choice. They could imagine something better. It's important to go to God to seek understanding. It is an imperative to see what is in front of us with clear eyes, Suspending judgment of ourselves or others so to fully understand what is. And we have to create space to do that in this world. Our lives are busy. We must create silent spaces for deeper understanding. Yes, understanding is foundational to the creation of the kingdom. And yet, we can't stop at our own understanding It is necessary to seek the company of people who can imagine something different with us. We have to be a part of a community of prophetic imaginers. To imagine the kingdom of heaven, we need many voices imagining together what could be. This is why we create art. This is why we write books. This is why we make music. Because when we create, we join God in the process of kingdom-making. When we tell the story of death 
and resurrection over and over, and we come to this table to remember we are imagining something different. We are taking what is the death of Jesus and turning that death into new life through our willingness to be fed and to act on his teachings in a broken world. The world is in deep need of vibrant imaginations. We can look around and see that. We can look inside and feel that. And yes, I don't fully understand either. I don't understand the kingdom of heaven, but I'm starting to understand how we get there. Kingdom of heaven is like an empty parish hall now full of women who were in need of shelter. Kingdom of heaven is like a whole city run on clean energy. The kingdom of heaven is like an abundance of food being served to the hungry instead of being thrown away. The kingdom of heaven is like groups once divided, sharing a meal. The kingdom of heaven is like a meatloaf sandwich becoming $18,000 worth of grant money. The kingdom of heaven is like a stranger becoming family. The kingdom of heaven can be like that, here and now. Can we just imagine Amen.